What's up? This is your girl Chanel West Coast. Check out Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. The interview was amazing. Jason cracks me up. He's hilarious. I love all of them. We talked about all sorts of things. Politics, ridiculousness, my music, if I'm really minkus or not. You know, lots of cool things. So, tune in. <laughs> What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Giovanni. Hola. And we got my girl, <laughs> Chanel West Coast, to come through today. What's hey, up? Hey. What's up, Chanel? How are you guys? Good. Awesome. So you're cool with this reckless-ass show? Yes, I'm okay. cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, you know, I know that you're out here. You're you're in hip-hop. Yes. So how does it feel? you have a boyfriend? No. So you're not in love and hip-hop anymore. I mean, you're not in... Let's just say there's a lot of hip-hop in my life and no love. Okay. I actually know your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, you used to date the guy with a bunch of tattoos. Yes. William, right? Very, yeah. Very pretty guy. He was pretty. I'd say he ruined the prettiness with all the tattoos, but yeah. yeah. So oh, what I happened? Why did you guys break up? He's really crazy. Um, I still got love for him, you know, but yeah. he's just... He's very possessive. He was younger than me, so, yeah. you know. Ireland, like Scot- little, Scottish or Ireland. Yeah, he's from, Scottish. Yeah, I've seen him turn up a few times he's a wild boy he's like a short uh, machine gun kelly <laughs> that's a perfect description yeah, actually yeah, yeah. I, but cool. you were really you were really big about you put him out there a lot like you really pushed him out there and yeah. i knew of him because of you yeah i mean i be, like i'm the type of person when i like it's like I've, I've called it so many times in the past like i i can tell a star you know what i mean and he's just so talented it's like when i first heard him sing i was like this guy's amazing. Like, yeah. and he writes crazy. Like he wrote a song for Bieber when he was like 15. Mm. And, you know, I mean, I, in my opinion, he should have been like way bigger than Bieber, but he, you know, maybe Bieber was the cuter one or what. I don't even know. Like whatever. Yeah. He just, he ended up not making it. But since I met him, I just was like, yo, I believe in him so much. And I was really trying to help him and push him. And he's doing great now on his own. So sometimes it takes that breakup for somebody to realize there and reach that full potential. I had to go through it. So that's a good thing. It that's exactly, be, that's yeah. exactly what I think he needed. That's why like, I was like, I had to, I had to do it for both of us. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm like, he needs to be, he needs to be like how I was when I was young and like, you know, on his grind on his own. Like I can't, I can't do everything. I'm, I'm not his mom. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. so, the, so the internet is ablaze. You know, I left Love and Hip Hop. I did two seasons of Love and Hip Hop. It was an amazing experience. It was like going to fucking Disneyland and not even Disneyland. It was like one of the <laughs> fucking horror nights. <laughs> was raining outside. But the, stre- the, but the streets are talking that you're on Love and Hip Hop. I know that if you're on the show, you're not allowed to speak about it, but I would be, people would say I was. You would be remiss if you did not I would ask. be remiss if I didn't say, are you on Love and Hip Hop? I can't make any comments about okay, that. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, so Chanel, you are, um, one thing I know about you too, just from watching your Snapchat, you are like a fitness fucking fanatic. Yeah. You, and, you too. I mean, this one right here. She's a tiny little thing. No, you would think, no, this is why. I'm like, I can't, I can't, because Listen, of what I'm wearing, show you my belly. I can't show you my belly right now, but I do have a belly and it's literally, I'm, I'm open Lies talking about it. No, I'm, I'm open talking about it. It's been my struggle. I've, since I was little, if you look at pictures of me as a kid, I always was like a kid with a belly. You know what I mean? Like, so I was always skinny and petite, but like I always had this little belly and like, I literally will eat one burrito and it looks like I'm pregnant. I'm not joking. Like it's crazy. Like one bowl of pasta. It's just like carbs don't work well with me at all. So like I have to work out like that, especially with how much I'm drinking in the, you know, in my career, like I'm drinking, turning up all the time. Like, uh-huh. so it's like, you, I have to work but out. But you know, what's crazy. You, mm-hmm. you outside of ridiculousness to me are a different person. Show. Yes. <laughs> I hate do, when people, do people say, that. say that. Okay. This is the thing. It's like, I can't really talk a lot on ridiculousness. It's a 23 minute show where it's mostly clips. There's usually a guest who's talking most of the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm basically there to laugh and like make a couple. I love your laugh. I love your laugh. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate that. You should trademark your laugh. A lot of people hate on it. Um, I love it. But yeah, no, like, I mean, it's like, it's just me laughing and being happy, you know? And I think that's why people don't understand me as a rapper and an artist, because it's like, they're probably like, what's this girl got to rap oh, about? She's I like, saw happy you, as fuck. Because I, I, <laughs> I saw you front row. We were in the little pit at Complex Con. I don't know if you remember. You were kind of, it, it, it was lit. I can't remember if it was Travis Scott performing or Migos, but you were, a, it was Migos. You were a few people over, and you were smoking and just living. <laughs> and I'm like, I, like, you're so swag outside of, are you allowed to say that? Yeah, what do you mean? That yeah. you smoke? That you smoke? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. no. She was smoking, and you be with niggas. Like, you, you hang with more niggas than I do. <laughs> no, I've always... So, no, like, I, so I see you on Ridiculousness, and I'm like, 
I don't know that bitch. Well, you know what the thing is? I think she know how to cut it on and off. Like, she know well, how to be a, on the show. It's she know a how to job. Be, like, yeah. you know, I'm supposed to be... Well, there's going to be an episode coming out where I think it'll be a very good episode for me of Ridiculousness where people will be like, okay, I kind of get it now because Charlemagne the God came on mm-hmm. and had the nerve to call me a whack rapper. And I just was like, on I'm your not... Sh- on your show, Ridiculousness? I was, exactly. Thank wow. you. And then has the nerve... Like, try, like t- trying to tell the audience or something like, like, oh, like, have you guys even heard her music? Bro, these are fans in our show. audience. Obviously, they're fans of me. Like, no, probably have heard my music. You and know? your fans are like, they're fanatics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, you're, there's you're, also a lot of weird people who watch ridiculous You had a situation. Too. I don't know if you're still in that situation. Where, was it Young Money, Cash Money? No, I'm I'm no not. I'm not. Well, I'm I'm cool with Wayne. Like that. I'm yeah. like Young Money family, but I don't have any contracts. So you're but, independent right now. But the fact that you were able to be down yeah. with Wayne and Young Money is like that's there's a lot of legitimacy that goes into that. They're not just signing up people who want to come and be a part of the label. Mm-hmm. What happened, kind of maybe, was my situation with Young Money. Like yeah. there are a lot of things. Like I started getting managed by the same people who managed Nikki and like. You know, I guess that wasn't working well with her. So then they stopped managing me and like, so you know, that sucks. so Nikki or, yeah. Re- Nikki or Remy. Oh, I love Remy. Remy's like my girl. Like I just actually sent her a song and was like, yo, you got to get on this. It's fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. Damn, you got some got direct. Oh, yeah, so it's funny. Actually, like I met Remy at the VMAs and um, her and Fat Joe were like, what's up, West Coast? I threw it up West Coast. And I was like, yo, this is so tight. Like, I didn't even know they it's knew so me. Tight. Like, this is so tight. I grew up, li- I grew up <laughs> listening to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Fat Joe and Remy Ma. And like, I was like, damn, that's dope. They even know who I am. So I forget all the time, like, that I'm on the show Listen, nonstop. You know get what I mean? ready because <laughs> I was in at Barclays. Or, yeah, I was at Barclays and I ran into Remy. And she, she's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, you know me? But I keep forgetting we're on the same show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if you're allegedly on Love & Hip Hop, as you become a part of that thing, that's mm-hmm. a whole... First of all, that demo is straight down the weed smoking, mm-hmm. Hennessy drinking, mm-hmm. Migos. That, that is a whole other world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I love is that you've been able to balance, like, legitimately doing your thing in hip hop and fucking with people that are real, really in the game yeah. And, yeah. and do your thing personally, but still be able to balance mainstream cable MTV ridiculousness, which is a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. I've always it, wanted to ask, how did you meet Rob? How did you get on okay. that whole so, brand? It started through my music. I had a MySpace music page and <laughs> MySpace, shout out to Tom. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, did you, wait, have you guys seen that meme, by the way, that just came out? It's like, if no. she doesn't know who this guy is, she's too young. Oh, like, with that's the picture hilarious. of Tom. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, but uh, I had a MySpace music page and I just used to sit there like adding people all day long. I'd be like, wow. check out my music, white girl rapper. And like back then there was no other white girl rapper. So it was like very mm. unique. And like people would like really check me out. I was really growing on MySpace music fast. Like I was kind of popping off. So I would add all the top artists mm-hmm. and then I would add all their top friends. I was like, well, obviously they got some somebody in their top friends who's something or, you know, so I thought it was a good networking tool. Mm-hmm. So in the top artist was Drama, my boy Drama, because he used to make beats and stuff. And so he was on the top artist. And so I added all his top friends, which included Rob, a bunch of his skater homies. And his brother was also in that top friends. And then his brother actually wrote to me and was like, I was not expecting that music with that picture. Like, what the fuck? And I started like talking to him and... um, Come to find out he lived literally like across the street from me. And so I was like, oh, I'll come over and kick it with you guys with the skater boys and like smoke or whatever. So I came over to like kick it with them, became friends with them. And then Rob had like heard about me through them, I guess. And when I met Rob, he said to me, he goes, oh, I really like your music. I was like, you know my music? Because I was a fan of Robin Big back then, you know, I was like, so he had heard about me like through my homies that I was like this little rapper girl or whatever. And and then um, it's really funny, actually. I used to do these like really janky gigs off craigslist where you gotta like sell your own tickets and stuff you know it's not like we're like i'm getting paid now like Mm -hmm. it was horrible it was a hustle yes and Mm -hmm. so i would always invite rob after i met him and knew him i'd be like yo come to my show come to my show so he could tell i was like on my grind i guess and then one day because he would always be like no i'm sorry i'm busy i can't make it and then one day instead of replying saying he's busy he goes actually i was wondering do you want to be on an episode of my new tv show Mm -hmm. and i'm like what, wow. do you, what do you want me to do? And he goes, I'm going to call you in a couple hours and we're going to be filming when I call you. So like, so just know that. I was like, okay. This was Fantasy Factory. Yeah. Right? And, okay. and so then he asked me um, on this phone call like to come and be his receptionist. Mm-hmm. I saw, yeah, I read that. Yeah. And so I was like faking, like he needed a fake receptionist basically like mm-hmm. on the show <laughs> to greet people. Like, cause they were like, I guess they were like, how are we going to segue into like getting guests on the show or mm-hmm. like whatever. So I was like the segue, like I'll walk them in, you know? 
And um, and that's how it happened. And then he wow. just asked me to be on the show permanently. And like, I didn't really want to do it at first because I knew like this is reality TV. Like that was my biggest concern. I'm like, am I going to do the show? And then people are going to not take me seriously as an artist. And Rob was like, well, you got to do whatever you do. Like, it's your job to, you know, Decide. make it happen. Like, right. grind for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And whatever you do with the show is like, you know, this is your platform. So, so how many seasons of Ridiculousness are you? You're still on the air. Yes. Yeah, it's like never ending. How many You've seasons? watched the show, right? Yeah, of course. I, I know. Stilo's a friend of mine. I've known Stilo for a yeah. long time. He's so funny. I love him. Yeah. I didn't even know he was going to be on the show until he just popped up on TV one day. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm proud of him. Well, yeah. literally, he didn't know either. Like, Rob, like, knew him. And, like, I, I think Rob, like, asked him, like, a week or two before and was like, hey, do you want to be on this show I'm doing? And Sterling was like all right, like, what do I do? And he's like, all right, we're going to film this day. And literally Sterling and me just showed up for the pilot. And like, and then now you're there. Yeah, yeah. I met him. He's really good friends with Michael B. Jordan. That's how They're I They're best friends. Him. Yeah. They grew up together. Do you remember that movie Hardball? Yeah. They ba- were both little kids in that movie. Oh, that's right. That's the one G baby died. So, <laughs> so, it, so when you're, so, so speaking of like being taken serious, so mm-hmm. Iggy Azalea, what do you think of Iggy? Why do you think so many people attack her for her, whatever, her being a rapper? Do you think it's because she's white that she gets that much heat? You know, I think that um, I think things travel just through the industry fast. And I think that part of being a rapper is writing your own music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that much. Um, Shots fired. Yeah, I'm not trying to. But, you know, she's, she's a hustler. I'll give her that. Like, that girl is on her fucking grind. So, like, you know, she's a hard worker. And anybody who works hard will make it. So, so you write all your own music? Yeah. Well, I write all my own raps. I've actually, like, so that's my thing. Like, I'm singing a lot more now because... I started working with songwriters mm. on singing stuff because I can sing. I just like that's how I started rapping. I was always like a performer as a kid. Like yeah, I was going to ask you because it said that you took like, you know, singing and dancing lessons yeah. um, when you were young. So when at what point did you de- realize that you have a knack for rapping and then singing kind of got put on the back? Um, burner? Well, I was in hip hop dance since I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I always wrote poems. Mm. My dad's a DJ. It just like all kind of came naturally. I don't know. Like, and like I kicked it with like, I was an urban kid. You know what I mean? Mm. And so like, I was like, it kind of just came naturally. I just wanted to start rapping. And so I started writing raps and, um, and then down the line, like producers are like, well, can you sing? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they I want all rappers to try to, yeah, try to I'm, sing a little I'm like, bit. I can sing. Just like, can you tell me what to sing? Like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like getting really good at actually writing like melodic stuff and, mm-hmm. um, like more singing stuff. I still can't fully write though. Like I feel like I could sing like there's songs I'll ki- I could sing on the radio and I'm like, damn, why can't I write some shit like that? It's you know a, what I mean? It's a formula to songwriting. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that. Yeah, to be, like the big melodies, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little melodies bit harder. I heard your mask off remix. I like it. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> so when you say you're an urban rapper, what does that mean? Because I know we recently, you know, we're both, she's black and white, I'm black and white. He's mm-hmm. um, black and questionably straight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we all have some kind of this mix is going on. guess? She is my friend and she knows I'm crazy as fuck. So whatever. It says your father's from Russia. Yeah. Well, not from. He's Russian. He's Russian. Like his grandparents were from Russia. Right. But my question about the urban rapper, because she, she, we made, we had a conversation earlier where she was saying she identified with her mother who's white. And people were like, oh shit, she ain't a white woman. When you say you're urban rapper, what does that mean? Because you're an LA native Mm -hmm. and you live between here and New York, right? Yeah. So what, when you say urban rapper, what does that mean? I mean, I grew up like I was a street kid. Like my mom was a single mom. Like I wasn't like. You know, I mean, I, I was a good kid. It's weird. I was good, but bad at the same time. Like, I was smoking weed since I was, like, 12, like, Shit. out in the streets. Like, you know, I was getting arrested, like, at a young age for really stupid things. Me too, like, girl. Me too. Yeah, you know? So, like, I was, like, <laughs> I, I was always kicking it with, like, the street kids, you know? Like, I'm I'm, I'm urban. Like, I'm so not, like... you were a product of your community. Yeah. And you weren't silver spooning it. Exactly. Okay. Do you say nigga when you in by yourself? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> I've had problems with that in the past. Wait, so, so you're popping on Instagram. You have, how many followers 2. do you have? 2.3 million. 2.9. Excuse me. We don't have a research department. At <laughs> <laughs> Niggas are balling on the budget. <laughs> okay, so, so was ridiculousness your first real like, or fantasy factory, was that like your first thing that gave you that platform or a platform to really put you out there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was I was always trying to like get into stuff like acting and stuff before that, but that was the first thing, you know, I got known for. Mm-hmm. So, how do you deal with social media influence? Like you have a lot of influence, you your followers. You don't just have a lot of followers. I actually have seen you have great engagement. Yeah, I was about to say like that. you didn't buy your shit. No, I didn't. And I thank you. I'm going to bring up a point real quick. Okay. Somebody tried to accuse me 
of buying followers. And I was like, let me just break this down. If we're going bowling and I go to the bathroom and you take my turn, I'm not going to play no more because it's not a fair score. Right. Like, that's the type of person I am. I'm such a like... That's I have quite the analogy. No, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, of course. Like I don't. I like a fair score. I would never buy views. You, you wanted followers. to grow. You wanted to grow it organically. Yeah. Because what's the point? Like well, I, this, it doesn't feel good if it's fake. You, you see know? what happened to Mace? <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Didn't he have like a? When they filter, when Instagram filter, he just closed his account after that. <laughs> he lost about seven hundred thousand followers. Oh, that's so sad. In like a day. That actually really makes me feel sad because so, I liked Mace. No, so how do you deal with the pressure of social media? Because sometimes we talk about like when Melissa. Uh, was very, I guess, in the public eye mm-hmm. through modeling. Mm-hmm. It was a different era where you didn't have the influence of social media oh, and man. have the headache of social media. Yeah, so there was like there was like this barrier, this boundary. So I wasn't aware of what people's thoughts were. You yeah, know? like of course fans would come up and tell me what I meant to them or whatever the case was, but I could not imagine being in my you know in my young like you know late teens, early twenties having to withstand all that that barrage of like fucking stimulation and people yeah. people telling you exactly what they think they know about you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you, I don't know. I, 2.9 million? Oh my God. I'm yeah. at like 178,000. I'm just like, this is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot. How do you deal with that? Yeah. Um, like, do you read the comments? <laughs> Sometimes I'll just be in my feelings and I'll snap back and everybody's like, why are you doing that? You look crazy. And I'm like, I'm a human. Like, there, why emotion. can't I? Yeah. yeah. Like, why can't I? It's so funny too, because I've noticed a lot of the time I do snap back They'll come back. I'll be like, I bet you haven't even fucking heard my music or something like that. And they'll come back and they'll be like, okay, you're right. I just checked it out. It's actually kind of good. I had one person go from being a hater. Mm -hmm. I talk shit to them, like went through a whole thing on Twitter. And now they have like a fan page for me. So I'm like, okay, I guess maybe it's a good thing to like talk shit back. Because every now and then you put them in their place and and then. That's cool and a little crazy. But the great part about. And they realize, well, I feel like and at that point too, then they're like, oh, this girl's like normal. You know, they Mm -hmm. relate to you. So like maybe it makes them like you more. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the great part about you, too, is that I, I really feel like and for people that are saying, oh, Jason's just kissing her ass because he ain't dogging her out. We did research on you. We look for everything high we and did. low. We, we, we tried I mean, to find some scandal. And we can't scandal. find no dirt. I mean, we God did see it. the shit about minkus for boys in the hood. <laughs> Boy, I mean, boys. Boy, 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 boy meets world. Boy meets world. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. That sorry about that. No, so go ahead. I'm not gonna lie. So, that's wait, the worst thing ever. That I hate side it. by side, I ain't gonna lie. That shit is okay, dead. So wait, wait to, for to, the audience that doesn't know what we're talking about. Set it up, okay. Geo. Go ahead. Minkus is a character um, from the old show Boy Meets World, and it's a boy character mm-hmm. named Minkus, and they said allegedly that Minkus is now Shadell West Coast, and they had a side-by-side, and I'm not going to lie, that shit was Okay, identical. first of all, the picture, can we just talk, you yeah. see me now. Does yeah. that look like me in that fucking picture? No. no. I look crazy. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what that angle was. Well, first of all, I remember that day, I was hungover as hell. I slept like two hours. I was in the studio the night before, mm-hmm. and that's what made me, it's like, I will never, if I know I'm filming Ridiculousness, I will never smoke or drink, like, before mm-hmm. I want to look fresh because mm-hmm. I'm like next thing you know if I come hung over again it's gonna be another Minkus meme you know so like <laughs> but it's yeah. terrible I feel actually really bad for Minkus because he's still an actor who's <laughs> still in he was in the movie Gone Girl and they now like, mistake him for Chanel West Coast and like people just think he's like dead he's he's he, he's me now <laughs> how did that make you feel when you saw that it's it at first for a while it really bothered me because oh. there's a lot there, this is why there's a lot of young kids and we're in a generation now where it's so open to be gay and transgender at such a young age. So there's kids who actually, and it breaks my heart. There's kids who are like, think I'm transgender and like relate to me. And like, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a girl. Like I feel terrible for it. Cause there's a lot of them mm-hmm. and they're like, relate to me and like mm-hmm. become a fan of it in a way. And I'm like, I'm not a guy. But that's like- what I was going to say about your social influence. I love that you are influential for being you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not influential for showing your ass and for being a thought. Well, I showed a little it's bit. There's a few ass shot on no, that. No, she's last she night at work kind of rational. No, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, that's not every single post. Like yeah. that's not your brand, right? And I like the fact that you've been able to like elevate yourself mm-hmm. by just being you. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I try my hardest to do. And and I will say one more thing. You really are. Um, you're good about community. Like you're a, you're when you're accessible to somebody, you stay connected. Like you're not. A diva, you're not extra, I mean, you're not over the top. Not to me. I I'm going to be honest. The first time I met you, we have a mutual friend, Who? Will I Am. Okay. So we did the Will I Am, I Am Post campaign together. Oh, okay. And you came to the future. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I met you. At this time, I was dating Yessie Ortiz. Okay. 
Okay. So I came up to you. I said, yo, what's up, Chanel? And I'm not going to lie. That day, I don't know if Liam pissed you off, but you wasn't as warm as you are now. Hmm. Probably was. But everybody about has their day. Let me no, probably didn't judge was something to do. It probably was something to do with that. Because mm. I'm a very, I'm a very like generally nice and friendly person. That's what I person. said. Because you read like that on TV, you definitely read like that now. Well, I so just feel like I just took it with a grin. I said, you know what? She's probably not. Why well, take it like that. she's a real person? Yeah. And I, there are days people will come to me, and, and I'm telling you, like the manager at Popeyes trying to film me on Facebook Live <laughs> while I was eating some chicken. <laughs> Bitch, we are not having this moment right now. I don't give a fuck what oh, fan you are and God. what show you That's saw, hilarious. bitch. But you're gonna turn that off and. Like, this, this. Like this. That's wrong. No, because I don't. <laughs> wrong. No, look, look, I listen. I have boundaries. Doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. Snapchat me, nigga. No. Turn the motherfucking phone off. Because like, <laughs> when you do get to a certain level of success, mm-hmm. you, you, whatever. People expect you to be like. They expect you to be who they think you are all the time. Yeah. But so you can't the have thing. a death in the I family. Your cat personal. can't fucking yeah. die. I didn't take it personal because I'm in the business. I dance mm-hmm. for a lot of big artists. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's just not having a good day. Mm-hmm. I always I, give it the second time. Now the second I, time, you an asshole. Wait, she remembers. She remembers. I think I know time. what day it was, and I think you're very right about the situation. Mm-hmm. I actually had a broken car window that day, so yeah. I was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I was really. And pissed. now I know you have you have and, every and right. I to mean, let's, yeah. I mean, let's keep it real. Like, I mean, to, you probably weren't popping at that point in her world, so she probably was like, you know, who oh, no, was like, like that at all. Move, oh. peon. Oh, you mean at the time when Will I am personally come and said, "Gio, I need you to do this campaign. We need we need phone record. We need phone records. Get out of my way, peasant." <laughs> Will I am don't invite anybody to the studio. And low key, yeah. and low key, the type of person is he probably broke your fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd rather okay. never mind. Wait, Keep so going. Like, at break we were just talking about unemployment. What happened to Big Black? <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> I mean, like, because you and you and you and Sterling came along, and all of a sudden, nigga got no job. I mean, what happened? Well, no, this is what happened. He actually, so he had a baby at the end of Robin Big, okay. and then he moved to Texas, mm. and he was living in Texas uh, when we started Fantasy Factory. He wasn't on it the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And Rob decided, like, let's bring Big Black in the pick. Like, I feel like it will you know, spice up Fantasy Factory, like, it. whatever, keep it going. So um, so then Big Black, he would have to fly out literally every week to film from mm-hmm. Dallas. He, so mm-hmm. he was flying back and forth. That's a lot. Mm. That gets to be a lot. Yeah, so he doesn't live in L.A. He, Is he still big? Of course. That's actually, Black Lavender. Well, <laughs> um, First of all, Mama June just lost 300 pounds. Oh, that's true. Niggas is losing weight out here. That's I'm true. not talking about me. I'm talking about big. No, yeah. He, he's he's still, I mean, he's still a big guy, big guy but he's yeah. lost a lot of weight. He's okay. not like really fat anymore. The okay. two of them are so freaking hilarious. Does Rob still have the um, the, the bulldog? Both of them? Both he, of them, yeah. Yeah, he does. They're huge. And yeah. he's had a baby, right? Yeah. Now, I heard they tore the fantasy, the factory, the factory down. Yeah, it's so sad. It's like, I feel like it's like an the, end of an era end of, an of era. my life. That was nothing you know? but a big ass tax write off for Rob. <laughs> well, I actually, I think he was renting it. You know what? I've, I've seen, I've always wanted to go there, but Chris, Wayne, everybody will go through there. But like, mm-hmm. I love that show. Like I said, his improv is, he really makes me laugh, like mm-hmm. out loud. No, he's a, you just remind, I was just thinking of the factory in my head for a second. I remember like, like when we first started, they had these beautiful trees put in, right? These mm-hmm. fake trees. And then I come in the film like the next week and they're gone. I was like, where'd the trees go? And Rob goes, he's like eating. He's like, you want to know where the trees went? They told me those motherfuckers cost 20000 and I, I I gave him a peace sign and moonwalked out that bitch. I said, take those trees right out. <laughs> Rob is like the funniest person. Like, Well, he got a bag on him. He got a deep pocket. So, oh, so, yes. so, what do you, so let's talk about some hot topics. What do you think about Donald Trump? What do you really think about me? I think, man, I think it's it's terrible that he's president. Honestly, I feel like I feel like he's just really taking us so far back in time. Wow, we've come so far in this country, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of like. I mean, the fact he was endorsed by the KKK. I mean, that's just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So, it's and just, that he, and he also said, "I grab him by the pussy." Yeah. Yes, yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. it's just bad. I can't believe that these type of people can like not get like how is he not impeached already just right. from like the things he tweets and says and like the, it's like the guy's like fighting with like celebrity it's just weird mm-hmm. you know like that's not what a person who runs a country is supposed to do yeah it's like such a bad it's like have he's, you guys, he's made us the laughing stock of the world have you seen the movie idiocracy oh my yeah. god don't i talk about she that movie that. all the time i'm obsessed with that Big movie yeah. because does it not seem like everything even, it's, it's 200 years too soon. Even ridiculousness, I hate to say it, is the TV show in Idiocracy is like, it's just all these people hurting each other and they're like cracking up. And I was like, I'm on a show like that. I was like, oh my God. Like literally though, that's what it reminds me of. I feel like this world is just becoming, it's like, 
Donald Trump is the epitome of like how the magazine and that movie is mm-hmm. like porn and the news together. Mm-hmm. That's Donald Trump in a nutshell. You yeah. know, like it's just. So what, do you think, so what do you think about, because it'd be interesting to see your perspective. Uh, Kendall Jenner just took a bunch of heat for this Pepsi ad where she was uh, reenacting a Black Lives Matter movement or moment. Yeah. What do you think about that? And as she's saying, she knew nothing about it. She she wasn't aware. She just showed up to her job. Pepsi's apologized. Mm-hmm. But Pepsi's apology is for her, not for the protesters and the people that it's affected. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I watched it. And I get what Pepsi was trying to do. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it right. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I get it in a way. But I feel like people are making it seem much, much worse than it is. That's my honest opinion. I don't think it was right what they did, but I feel like they were trying to do something good. So maybe they missed the mark, but we should see the message was that they were trying they to said do that something they good. The mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like if, if people are smart, they, they should get that. They should get, okay, Pepsi was trying, even though it was really stupid and maybe they were advised by some dumb people or something like well, basically, they had no black people in the room yeah. saying this might be slightly culturally <laughs> yeah. insensitive. Well, all, and, but there's a ton of black people in the commercial. So yeah. were any of those people at the shoot? But the white girl, but no the white girl comes and commercial. saves the day. The white girl comes Listen. and saves yeah, that, the day. That, that, I didn't like it either. And I yeah. didn't like how she threw the, the wig to the black girl either. I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, I was like, why, Listen, well, that was unnecessary. That but, is, that, that, I drink Pepsi. That's up shit. on all kinds of levels. When I drink Pepsi, I don't go, ah, I go, ah, that shit don't. <laughs> I don't well, smile well, when I drink well, a Pepsi. You know, Pepsi had given Beyonce like $50 million for her last tour. So there's a picture of Beyonce standing next to Kim Kardashian like <laughs> when, when, when Pepsi calls Beyonce to do the next tour. But why, yeah, why wasn't Beyonce in the commercial? Like it should have been her. Yeah. Beyonce, like, Beyonce is definitely culturally aware and there mm. ain't no way she would have showed up to that set and been like, I ain't doing it. She'd have been like, I ain't doing that shit. Mm. Well then, yeah, but see, then it might've been a better situation because then if they asked her and then she said it, no, it then they prob- would have realized what are, we're doing something wrong it and then probably would have been it. received differently <laughs> had it been an African-American. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I do agree. Like I do see what they were trying to do, but I, somebody had said, I don't know if it was on this show, but somebody had said it must have just been a room full of people that just put up a bunch of images of what they wanted to do and just put it all together. Yeah, yeah, throwing like something at the wall, see what sticks, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just really. You're right. It did miss the mark. Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, it's like, but I get it. Like they were trying, but it's like somebody needs to figure out better ways to do this and like bring people together because like I feel like this has happened a couple times. Yeah, I mean, well, oh, yeah. The, the answer to that question is if you want to be able to identify with, you know, um, like the black people, bring us in the conversation. Exactly. Right. It easily said. Yeah. I mean, I think part of the problem is the same with, you know. We were trying to define Hollywood Unlocked the other day because everybody wants you to, you know, we're talking to McDonald's. Are you urban? Are you mainstream? Are you? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? We so we sat down and we said that we're a multimedia company that um, that uh, focuses on um, basically the multicultural mm-hmm. pop, you know, area of pop culture. Like I'm I, about, I, to, I'm about to start using that to describe me. No, because it's hard to say. Like, <laughs> like if you're white, you're supposed to be mainstream. Mm-hmm. You can't be urban. What I, is urban anymore? Like, mm-hmm. what is urban? Yeah. You know, Justin Bieber, he has a journal. He knows, urban, he's urban. So many urban. Kardashians, clothes. urban. Like, what is urban? Yeah. What is mainstream anymore? I Everything. really feel like if, you know, urban has always had a draw, has always pulled mainstream into it. So mm-hmm. why can't we just be multicultural? So we focus on, you know, bringing, being the bridge or the bridging that gap between mainstream and urban. It's just multicultural. Yeah. So, mm. that's, so you're I, my multicultural friend. No, that's, I, that's literally what I'm start saying that. I would be like. You know, I'm a multimedia type of artist. <laughs> multimedia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's what I always say. Like, I've always been that type of person. Like, even like in high school, for example, I remember thinking, like, why is everybody gotta be separate? You know, like, why are the skaters here? Like, mm. why is it like the jocks here? Like, why is it my stoner friends here? And I was the one who was always like kind of popping around, like to all the groups, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, "Oh, let's do this." Oh, I'll see you later. You know, like I was always friends with everybody. And we like, have that in common. Like, why self segregate? Exactly. Do like, you feel like, on, do why you, can't you like all music? Why do you can't feel you feel like people right. try to put you in a category? Do you ever feel the pressure of being put in a category? Yes, so much. Oh my god. Even I mean, with my music career too, it's like that's also why I haven't signed with. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had opportunities to sign with other labels, and I literally was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. They want me to. They're trying to make me like Taylor Swift, and I'm like. Do you not realize I've been rapping this long already? Oh, like shit. people already know who I am. They already know I smoke blunts. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't all of a sudden just be this clean cut image. Not like, papers, I gotta, blunts. <laughs> I got, I got to still be like you know myself. And it's like I feel like people are always either trying to box me in like you should do pop and be more with your TV persona mm. and 
not do hip hop. Like I'm, you know. I mean, pop is pop and country is like the highest paid. Well, music. Yeah, but when you're moving the culture forward, it's not always just about the money. Like, because the money's going to come, and you still. I mean, she, you seem creative oh, enough she, to I know figure yeah, out brand extensions and do other things. Um, speaking of extensions, you know you need to get in on this hair craze because black women are selling hair. You need to sell hair too because I didn't know so many white women wore. Um, yeah, I'm in right now. This is like all fake. You see really? what I'm saying? That's a good ass. So, uh, I'm telling you, sh- Chanel West Coast braids. No, Chanel West Coast hair. She's well West Coast strand of weed. I'm I'm working with all this stuff. <laughs> Literally, like I'm like I just gotta like get it all all going. I'm waiting. I've been waiting too. I'm I'm the type of person I don't want to ever like put something out half-assed, you know? So I'm really just waiting to get my music career to the next level and be more known as an artist because I think once I'm more established as an artist, it's going to be much easier to push brands and everything, you know? Well, like, you're doing the right thing. I sent you at South by Southwest, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a great great place for a sign and up-and-coming artists to be. So, I mean, I'm glad that you're really going full flesh with that because and, ultimately and, that's what you started out wanting to pursue. Are you, are yeah. you still also doing um, voiceovers? No, well, I I would love to because you have the great you have such a great voice for like animation series and stuff like that. And they get know? paid. Well, she crazy was on the show. It was money. called Wild Grinders. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah. It was fun, and um, you know, one so of the Melissa people- Ford is our research department. Okay, got it. I'm starting. This, I was actually like kind of starting to figure that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I love doing Wild Grinders. It was funny. Like I walked in the first day to do it, and one of the, the voices on the show was Kel. You mm-hmm. from, remember from Keenan and Kel? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like. You're here, and I was like, you don't understand. I grew up like obsessed with Keenan and Kel and Love all that. Soda. He still has this whole. He came one day. We came in, and he goes Chanel, and pulls out an orange soda. He goes, I need you to take a picture with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's got this like orange soda movement. He's so funny. That's yeah. our generation. This generation don't know nothing about that. Right, all like. That. Well, if I was Kale, I'd be mad as fuck at Keenan because Keenan just left and blew the fuck up. Yeah. Where is Kale? Yeah, Kale just Kel, had a baby or got married. I felt like Kale should have done. Saturday, Saturday Night Live, Live too. too. Yeah. Why, why didn't he? But but let me tell you he does a lot of voiceovers. That's Saturday Night Live is one of the hardest auditions in the world. I know. So Have you tried? No, because they wouldn't, they didn't accept me. But listen, that's what Aww. I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck Saturday Next Night Live. Time. Right now you're Friday Night Dead. Okay, so. <laughs> um, okay, but no. So look, what are you working on right now? Because everybody's going to know about your hip-hop career come mid September, early October. Um, if they don't know, potentially. I mean, that's just the date I'm thinking because God just told me that. Like, <laughs> what, what do You're you want? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. What um, what do you want to share with the audience? What are you working on? And they already know where they can find you. Um, I am working on my official first album. I've put out a lot of mixtapes, free music. I'm working on my very first album, and um, and all these little brands and stuff that we were talking about. All that stuff is in the works too. So. By you know, I think by that date <laughs> that you magically that I magically thought put your about your head, people okay. you know start seeing. Well, good. Well, I'll be watching you. <laughs> uh, but thank you for coming on the show. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank, you. thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and surviving your hangover. Oh my god, it's bad. I'm I'm about to go straight to Sharky's and get a burrito. And, right after yeah. This. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the baby. Then <laughs> let's just let's just skip. Foreplay, get straight to the action. What's going on in the world, Melissa? Okay, so Shia LaBeouf, um, he's hilarious. We have to get him on the show because he is just reckless. He was at a bowling alley called Pins um, that's in the valley. North Hollywood. Yeah, North Hollywood. And guess who was right there with him? Our our Hollywood friend Unlocked. Hollywood Unlocked, aka Alyssa, was there, mm-hmm. and she caught all the action. Um, he got into a fight with the bartender, called him racist, and <laughs> got kicked out by security. The only thing is that the bartender was white. <laughs> I know that's what's so funny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. What, Alyssa really knows what happened. I mean, I don't know what happened. So apparently, they were in an altercation over some French fries. He wanted some fucking fries. He started going <laughs> off cussing about the fries. And long story short, they put him out, but he had to come back because he had his bowling shoes on. <laughs> but I like the fact that Shia Loki is a nigga. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, like he fights for social topics we fight mm-hmm. for, yeah. and he's a big advocate against Donald Trump and mm-hmm. all of what he Trump's stopped, administration yeah. stands mm-hmm. for. He stopped shooting major motion pictures and just yeah. focusing on indie. Well, unfortunately for his bank account, the last movie that he just put out made a whopping seven pounds. And I say seven pounds because he put it out in the UK. Not not seven pounds, the one Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, no, no, no. Seven pounds movie. is in currency, which basically translates to like 10 American dollars. 
Jeez. I've never heard of a movie movie opening like that. Well, I think when you start really standing up for rights and really being a voice into the media and the outlets, people don't like it. And I think seven dollars, dude. That, yeah. But that goes back into well, first of all, his job is to show up and shoot the motherfucker. But the movie houses has their job to promote it. And we all know that there are records that have been really great records that didn't get much mm-hmm. sales because the labels didn't push it and we didn't know about it, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you think that Shia, because we talked about it on one of our shows about the Illuminati and when mm-hmm. you make it to a certain level that there's so many other powers allegedly involved. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he crossed the line somewhere and now they're trying to destroy him? Like, I are just, there bigger powers out there that can destroy you other than yourself? Yeah, I mean, I honestly think when he was out on Even Stevens, like after Even Stevens, he just blew up. And I think when you're at a certain age and you get all this money, fame, and success, a lot of people don't know how to handle it. And later on, sometime in life, life in their career, they... Go crazy. Well, he was a child actor, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, a lot of child actors definitely flame out. They're, you know, they're not able... <laughs> flame out. <laughs> what you I talking can't. about? They are, Bananas and prune juice. Macaulay Culkin ain't home alone no more. <laughs> That's just a fact of life, kids. They don't cope well with the transition from being child actor to an adult. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's just what happens. It didn't... He definitely struggled with his issues, you know, alcoholism and I think some drug use and whatnot. Um, but... You know, there it's, there's a reality in this business where you can get blackballed, where you just, mm-hmm. you know, fuck with the wrong person. Happened to Monique. Y- yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know what I love about me being- Word on a- the street that happened to Sinal Lathan. Well, I don't know about all She's that. She just ass. came out with a new project. She did. Her and my friend Mac Wilds are out promoting. By the way, shout out to Mac. He's going to be doing some shit for us in New York. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do believe you can't get blackballed. I, I, I was thinking about um, Hollywood Unlocked and the fact that I've created my own platform. Mm-hmm. You can't block me from my own platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, love and hip hop, they can edit me any way they want, but I can create my own shit. Right. So should should he start go out and start going out and try to create his own thing or I don't think that he's blackballed though. I think that, no. you know, he was in a movie not too long ago with um Brad Pitt. It was called Fury. And it was like, you know, a wartime movie. I think it took place in, you know, World War II. I didn't see that. Um, I mean, he's, you know, he's he's a formidable actor. He's really intense. But you is know? he still a but he's also A-lister. but he's also in real life really intense. intense. He's he looks like, you know, you'd have to drink a lot of Red Bull to be, you know. Is he still considered an A-list actor, you think? I No, I wouldn't say A-list. Transformer Days but is I, A-list. Yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah, I but know. I mean, like. And Michael Bay fired him he's for struggling. whatever reasons. But anyway, shout out to uh, Shia LaBeouf. Hopefully he gets the help that he needs because last night he was on a 10. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker looked like he will fight you too. He looked like yeah. he drink Henny. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because he's black. what else is going on Uh, well shout out to Jay Z he's got (laughs) another business endeavor to add to his you know plethora of others Um, and he's got a new champagne. Yeah. And it's not Ace of Spades. No, it's not no, Ace of Spades. No. It is called, as a matter of fact. Listen, if you can't say it, then if you can't pronounce it, you probably can't afford it. <laughs> Give it to Jill. That's, li- to- that's literally what he says. So I want to see. Let me see what it says. It's I pretty- know because I invented it. <laughs> it's called Noé's Assemblage A2. <laughs> or known as A2. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> did he really say if you can't pronounce it, you can't afford it? Oh, wait, yes, no, 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 no. What's, what's, what's the beginning three words? The beginning. Oh, Blondie Noirs and mm. Blage. So listen. Okay, listen. We don't need to go to school. Did, let me ask a question. <laughs> D- it can. Did he say if you can't afford it? If you can't say it, you can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. That's some Jay Z shit. That? Yeah. I, I love that shit. He said it. Wow. Yeah. I, the Blanc rich, de Noir. Is it just me? That, is it just me, or Thank does you. the rich keep just getting richer? Like once you get a certain amount of money, can you just stop and let other niggas get money? And by the way, it was it's assemblage. Folks, can we come back to the show? No, okay. because I really want to know okay, how to pronounce it because I can't assemblage. afford it. Okay, we'll cut it back. So you can't afford it. Congratulations, you found another thing in the world that you can't afford. <laughs> I hope that you get your money up. Okay, so back to <laughs> shit. Give me a W two. Is there is there a certain level of that like of success where like you should stop making money? Like Beyonce can put out anything right now, laid up with her two babies and not being able to move nowhere and make a million dollars. Is that fair? No, it's not fair at all. They got there. They worked there. They didn't get there overnight. It took Jay Z what 30, 20, 20 plus twenty years. So you're saying it's not fair? No, it's not. It's not. It's nothing wrong with it. I love it. Like if it, he didn't get it overnight. But don't you think that certain like there's only one Beyonce? Like there's only one lane. And even though she probably is the most talented performer and singer out there that we have right now, shouldn't they open up the lanes for more people? Well, she signed those two sisters. Where are they at? Chloe and Halle, they're they talented. Perform, they've been performing on some awards shows. But my question is, is how do we open up the pathway for more? Like Rita Ora had a chance. I thought she was And now great. she's gone. 
I get what you're saying. Like in the black community, there can like in the comedic acting world, it can never be like in like the white said, world. Light skin, green eyes, Terrence Howard, D. Ray Davis. Michael why Ely, can't they say you? That's what I'm saying. Like right now, it's Kevin Hart's wave. It can't be Kevin Hart, right. Mike Epps, you know, uh, Chris Tuck, whatever. But in the Eddie white Murphy. world, it could be uh, uh, Chris uh, Evans, Chris Christian Evans, Bale. Will Ferrell. You know, all at once. I, why I is that? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just us. I don't know. Okay. Well, Jay-Z, we need you to break off some of that money. Shout out to the owners of um, Ace of Spades. They mailed us like big boxes of yeah. alcohol today. Well, I mean, office. like if you think about it, you know, they do like the the machine that is Jay-Z and Beyonce employs a fuck ton of people like Rock Nation. You know, that is its own, you know, conglomerate. But Rock Nation manages Rihanna, J. Cole, Wale. They have Kanye West, Jay-Z. Like they got money. Mm-hmm. They yeah. manage it more than just Jay-Z. Okay, well then, in that isn't that exactly what we're talking about? There right, is people. Like, there is the, the the wealth is being spread. But the thing, and of, then the the other thing is, is that they're huge philanthropists. So yeah. the fact is that they make a lot of money. They also give away a lot of money, I'm which not, is fantastic. I'm not one to count anybody else's money or hate on anybody else making money. But damn, can you spread the wealth around? The dinosaurs of the industry. <laughs> the dinosaurs of the industry. I'm not calling Jay Z a dinosaur because I got love for the Carters, of course, via Visa V Beyonce. Um, I would not be a fan of Jay-Z's without Beyonce, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Jay-Z. Like, I'm not a big hip-hop head. I am a Jay-Z fan by way of his wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm very open about that. By the way, the bottle is $850, which you know they're going to sell in the club for like 10000 But you know what's going to happen? I'm going to tell you, it's only in our culture that this happens. All these broke-ass niggas out here comping bottles and everything that don't have no money, don't even have a place to live. Mm-hmm. They live in an Airbnb or sleeping on their friend's couch. They're going to own, they own one of the bottles. Because Absolutely. in our culture, we got to promote all this fly flashy shit when we don't own property or when mm. we don't have anything. I don't understand that. that. Part. Mm-hmm. Well, Nipsey Hussle said one thing in an earlier interview on, the, on on TV. It's like, so what are you going to do when you get your money with your rec deal? You know, like he said, go invest into some houses, some real estate, some mm. stuff that adds value and not depreciate. When he said that, I was like, I had a new respect for him. He was like, nah, I ain't getting no cars, no jewelry, none Nipsey's of that. Nipsey's great. Did, He's super smart. And do you know Jay-Z, smart. speaking of Jay-Z, do you know he owns a thousand um, Chick-fil-A? I mean, not Chick-fil-A, Ch- Chipotle's? Yeah. Oh, How cr- man. That's yeah. fucking, and Everybody, he can get free, I hate Chipotle. He can, but he, now he can even get free brilliant. guacamole. Like, it's not fucking <laughs> fair, bro. I got the crap. Okay, what else is going on in the world? Okay, well, speaking of, you know, white being right and black will hold you back type shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a bad time for brands. So we all know about the uh, Kendall Jenner debacle with Pepsi and them pulling their ads. Well, there was another brand, really big skincare brand called Nivea. Um, they had an ad that had um, a white lady with blonde hair. The camera was you know, looking at her from behind and it said, white is purity. Well, they've had to retract that ad because it was. Well, I got what they meant. Hold on, real quick. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I have to um, smell my Nivea on my arms because <laughs> I will say Nivea is made for black people's skin. I hate Nivea. I love Nivea. I fucking it's hate the it. The only thing that makes my elbows look normal. Really? Yes. Try Carrie lotion. What is that? It it gets rid of ash. The only Carrie Shit. I know is a white woman with a bunch of pig blood on her face. That's hilarious. Try and the girl that tried to have sex with Wait, me when I was eight years what? old. Yeah. Oh, no, not spelled that way. K-E-R-I. Oh, Carrie. Carrie lotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try that. Or Palmer's cocoa butter. Hello. I, I, no, you got to use the real cocoa butter. I, big, you know I, what? Dis- Hold on. Wait, I despise cocoa butter. I hate the smell of I cocoa love butter. It. Oh, my real God. Real cocoa butter, That's though. That's the white in you. Yeah, but the, my black grandma used to have cocoa butter everywhere. And I mean, it, it just does not smell right. I have to tell you guys something. I have to tell you guys something. I make body butter. So I'm going to bring some body butter and you're going to tell me what you think. Okay. It has I'll to have a good sure, scent. I will make sure that it has no cocoa butter in it because right. I, I do a different no, if concoction. If it has cocoa butter in it, but it doesn't have that no, 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 scent. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Cocoa butter smells like chocolate. Mm-hmm. So it's going to smell like chocolate. So I'll make you something without cocoa butter. I'll use shea and mango butter and some other shit. Is it like clumpy? Question. I like the clumpy shit. I'm going had, to get you some clumpy shit. I just had a moment. I'm thinking about my grandma. Do black women still use grease? What kind of grease? Hair grease. I don't know what that means. Hair like, grease. Like Dax? No, like that's wave like, grease. Like blue magic. Oh, no. Like blue magic. Yes. Yes. I put yeah. blue magic in my fucking hair. Wait, blue but magic. do black women use that? I make my own oils. Yes, I seen a chick use some blue magic and some pro style the other day. Really? Pro <laughs> I style used, for real? I've been pro, pro style since I was 15. Hold on. Wave Nouveau. <laughs> 
Damn. Ew, that I broke I had, out in a rash with that shit. I had this thing with needing a jerry curl when I was younger. I had a jerry curl. <laughs> and I like a Shalimar. And I burned my fucking hair but off. But I didn't understand why I couldn't get a jerry curl. I was mad because, you know, I had... I, I don't want to say good hair. You, no, yeah, I don't want to say good hair because then Floyd would be upset. different grade of hair. I had a different grade of hair. My mama was white. The texture, I had these curls. So I used to have these big ass loopy curls. <laughs> this nigga has Shirley with, 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 with juice dripping <laughs> off of it. And I and I would have this curl with these And people would be looking at me like, we know you black, but nigga, you don't need that. Mm. I use um jam. I still use jam. No, it was called Let's Jam. Jam. No, this shit just say jam. jam. Yeah, no, there was let's jam, but I yeah. really damn. They must have just took Ugh, the let's off. All that shit just brings back terrible fucking okay, memories. What else is going on in the news? No, let's go back to the Jerry curl because I had a Jerry curl because I had my mother, my white mother, did not know that you have to put moisture in your child's hair. So I was born with the curly hair, and that shit got nappy. Oh, she, she didn't she's put permanent. She shit? didn't put nothing. No, she didn't put nothing in my hair. And then I discovered Jerry curls. I was like, Daddy, I want a Jerry curl. Got a Jerry curl burned. You got all- one Jerry curl sideburn right now. Well, listen, I didn't that say that. No, no, my my natural texture has you know returned. Thank God. It's well, listen, only it only good. took like fucking thirty I years. I didn't say, Daddy, I needed Jerry curl because my daddy wasn't there. What else is going on? In the <laughs> I world? really wanted a Jerry curl. Um, Next, so I have some great news for all the kids out there who are getting ready for Christmas, wondering if they're going to be good or nice or bad or whatever. Santa is gay. <laughs> Do not say that to these little kids. Well, ain't no little kids listening. First of all, Santa got niggas sitting on his lap. He been gay. Y'all barely finding out because there's a new children's book where Santa got he's gay and and the nigga he's fucking with is black. Are you serious? I swear. What the fuck? Listen. So you can you couldn't see Santa sucking dick. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe he wants a different texture in his mouth. Oh gosh. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what it is because I'm a big. I love gay. my. Like the LGBT community is taking over the world. That the LGBT community been running the world. But like, like they're in movies now, cartoons, no, books. They own the labels. They own the agencies. Yeah, they own true. the fashion houses. They own the brands. Damn, Santa gay now. Santa is sucking dick. Sorry I to never, say. I so what do you think? Santa. So let all jokes aside, because I love Santa. He doesn't bring me anything anymore because I'm old. But when I was a kid, he used to bring me a lot of shit. Except for the year my grandma gave all my shit away. What do you think about um, Santa having a boyfriend? I mean, I think that the fact that we have to believe that this man comes down our fucking chimneys and delivers oh, gifts all I, over the fucking many, world is you know hard many, enough to deal with. You know how many chimneys I've been in? <laughs> Yo, Mrs. Santa Claus came home back to North Pole and seen Santa sucking another nigga's dick. Miss Claus didn't go. Miss Claus so ain't getting no pole. That's why she's out there in these streets. <laughs> Miss Claus is at the club getting some dick now because Santa is getting some dick. Do you think they should stop disrespecting our big childhood icons? Because next to Easter Bunny getting fucked, then we got motherfucking... Yeah, the Easter Bunny already laying eggs. What else we got? Easter Bunny is a bunch of chocolate. What else we got? What else do we have? If the Easter Bunny was getting fucked and Santa was gay... What the fuck else happens to Thanksgiving? The turkey, well, then again, you do stick stuffing up his ass, right? You know so how, if you think about it, you, our holidays are gay You know how fuck. this makes me I feel? Really want some this stuffing. is equivalent to how I felt when I found out rest in you peace. Said, you said equivalent. It's equivalent. Equivalent. My tongue is thick. I'll be eating all that it pussy. says that a lot. Uh, it made me feel like rest in peace when Uncle Phil passed away. I found out he was gay and Carl Winslow from Family Matters was gay. It's like I didn't want to believe it. Well, guess who else is gay? Barry fucking Manilow. It's not unusual to be loved. That's Tom Jones. That's okay, not really. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Barry Manilow. Good is, guess. Barry Manilow good is definitely guess. Mandy. Yeah. Definitely. How does that song go? Mm. Mandy. I don't know, nigga. I'm not a Barry Manilow fan. <laughs> so he came out the closet. Yeah, after like he's 40 married. years. He's been married for like what? Like 30, 40 years or no, something like that? I don't know how long, but he's been married to his business manager. But I will yeah. tell you, you know what's so funny? White folks still make me laugh when they go, <gasps> Barry's, Barry's not gay. Nigga, your kids is gay. It's so many gay people out here in the I world. didn't know George Michaels was gay. What do you think piece? Transformers was inspired by? Who, Barry Manilow? Gay people. <laughs> I think Saban is gay, creative Power Rangers. I'm not outing people. We don't out people. But if they say they're gay, we'll talk about them. Like Frank Ocean, where are you? Mm-hmm. Come out with a new album. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Well, shout out to Barry Manilow for you finally revealing your true... And shout day. out to all the white people who were singing Barry Manilow tracks thinking he was talking about y'all when he was talking about his nigga. Mm-hmm. Dude name was, uh, what's that? The song was Mandy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's He's, the guy named Mandy? Ma- Mando? Mario? I don't know. 
Menace. What are you going through? He's talking right about now? his ex. Oh. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm talking about <laughs> who he was really talking about. What in was the song. other topic? <laughs> um, okay, so check this out. So a Secret Service agent on Mike Pence's detail has been suspended for um, hooking up with a prostitute. Really? Uh huh. Niggas is out here getting it. What the fuck? I mean, people are still normal in the White House and in the Congress. Trump is fucking Wait. too busy golfing to solve the fucking world's problems, and Mike Pence's fucking security detail is fucking whores. You know what's crazy about the, our government? Like I need to go to D.C. He can't get I, no prostitution. I need to go to D.C. because it is just an all-out fucking Can party. Can I just tell you, I'm going to D.C. because I'm producing a new TV show. Do you want to go with me? When? Next week. Uh, yeah. No, for real, I'm going. Okay. okay. He's looking like my invited. <laughs> Once again, tennis. I'm watching Serena I play. Would, I would invite you, but they ran out of flights. Um, but cool. No, we just go to D.C. And uh, yeah, but you know what else is crazy with this whole administration? I look at our government right now. It's really fucking crazy. Mm. Why is Donald Trump supporting Bill O'Reilly? You don't need to support Bill O'Reilly. You don't need to publicly weigh in on Bill O'Reilly's sexual to, misconduct. The reason why he did that is because Bill O'Reilly supported him when his grab him by the pussy comments came out. He was like, oh, that he wouldn't play it on his show. He was just like, those are just crude guy comments and brushed it aside and made, you know, said everybody's making a big deal out of nothing. Well, looky, looky but here. But the world doesn't listen to Bill O'Reilly. The world listens to the president. Yeah. I mean, at this point, well, Kellyanne Conway went on, you know, did a fucking, you know, address to the nation and basically said, go buy Ivanka Trump. Well, she's actually missing now. You know, she hasn't been seen her or Steve Bannon. Both have been not have been. Well, he's been he's been removed from the National Security uh, Council detail. Thank Mm. God. That's crazy. You want to know why I think that happened? I think that I think that Trump got really sick of the fact that everybody was insinuating that. Steve Bannon had his hand up his back. Pause. Do you think <laughs> Trump Puppet. will run for a second term? Are you no. fucking kidding me? Of course he is. He's not even going to make it. He's he not going to make it. I'm just still stuck on the fact that... He's already campaigning for 2020. You know, I'm still stuck on the fact that Pence's his security got caught with a prostitute. Yes. He can't. What's wrong with that? He can't fuck a prostitute? That's uh, his life. No. You mm, cannot. Prostitution is illegal. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with that part. If I give a girl $20 to suck my dick, that's and she's not walking the street. That's prostitution, that's right? That's ex- money exchange. It, wait, no, wait, stop for me. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Money. You, you, wait, wait. You take this time. Okay. To educate Giovanni. No, I know what the wait, fuck prostitution what, is, but I'm just saying, like, he illegal? can't have his own private life. Like, hold on, listen. Eddie Murphy you don't call have, the He's like, it's. Are you asking these serious questions? I'm very fucking serious. Like, okay. As a citizen, let me just answer your question because you seem real hyper to ask these annoying ass questions. Go to hell. This, I'm asking a real Philly question. In this question. country, we have what's called laws, and laws govern our country. One of the laws is that it is illegal to pay for sex in the, in the United I States. Heard that. Mm-hmm. Now, in Vegas, where they have some laws that allow for legalized prostitution, that does not exist everywhere else, specifically in D.C. Mm-hmm. Then a step further, when you are the Secret Service to the Vice President of the United States... Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't be breaking any laws. I'm pretty, well, he just got I'm pretty sure that there's a moral clause involved in your contract that says that you can't engage in illicit, illegal fucking sex. I'm 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 positive that it might be in there. Well, you just got to be a little bit more spooled the next time, bro. Okay, well, listen, stop fucking random people and paying for sex. You know, just give them a flight to L.A. and show them a good weekend.